After show. Hey. Uh, I bought scissors. Mm. And I bought other things. And I am so cucked by the OXO company because I really do like a lot of their stuff. Are they like Muji where they make just a lot of things and they just have fans and people will buy whatever they make? Like a certain fruit company? That's a really that's a really good question. Yeah, no, I I, I get it. I I um I should learn more about that company. Like I should find out if they like, you know, are like super pro Israel or something. But um <laughs> um but I do really like a lot of their stuff. So things like you know, uh, I think Syracuse has talked about this. Like, there are things like they're graters and um, not the graters, but they're like peelers. They like have like really comfy handles. Hmm. I got some of their tongs. Um, their stuff is very non fiddly. They, I think, they made the cool avocado cutter we got. We got this really cool thing where like you can skin the avocado, peel the avocado, guacamole. I miss fine. Um, you ever seen that one? No. No, I'm going to find that for you. Um, but uh, you can peel it, you can slice it, and then it's even got a little dingus where you go on the little uh, stone and you turn it and it pops out. It's really cool. But uh, I'm very invested in their stuff. Um, and so how do I describe this without sounding like just like a dumb white guy? Uh, well, I am a dumb white guy, but... The, if anything, this product line is absolutely for dumb white people, of which I am one of them, and I'm very excited to get more of these products. But, I mean, it's kind of cool to me that... I mean, I don't mean to sound defensive, but one thing I like about their stuff is it's not surpassingly costly given oh, yeah. how much better their stuff is than like the the chintzy stuff you pick up at a grocery store in the you know pots and pans aisle yeah so some Holy i mentioned shit. to you i think i mentioned that plunger measuring cup i got um i'm looking at it yeah 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 um other ones i've got uh, a suction cup sponge holder that i put on the mirror in my bathroom at work i've got a couple of those one holds my toothbrush and my toothpaste the other one holds my dishwashing sponge. I have a different one for the non-dishwashing sponge. Um, life hack, when you get, when you've like kind of exhausted an old sponge and you want to use it for non-food things, save that. I would advise against using your food sponge to clean things that aren't dishes. Huh. Like I, I like to clean. I, I, I have... Adopted a practice of being very tidy at my office, and it's made me a lot happier. So I do stuff like, you know, every Friday, it doesn't matter, but every Friday yes, I, like, I mop the floor in the bathroom. I put down carpet deodorizer and, you know, um, sweep up the, the carpet, and I spray bleach on the sink and then clean that off. And, you know, just like to end the week with kind of a sunsetting of the week and a little cleaning ritual. And then you hate yourself a little less on Monday. Or at least that's what I do when I tidy up my desk yeah. on like Friday night. I mean, yeah, I mean that yes, I mean that yes, that is a funny way to put it, but the true way to put it is like it's really nice to walk into a clean office on it know, truly Saturday, is. Sunday, Monday. Yeah. yeah, it really is. Um but my my uh this is just me, but when I, I save that old sponge and once it's dried out, take a giant ass um, you know, Sharpie or similar and make very clear marks on it that indicate this is not the food sponge. <laughs> And they can use that for your non-dish things. But what would you use a sponge f- for that? I, I Worst guess... case scenario, the rim of the toilet. Oh, there we go. Okay, okay. Yeah, I've mostly, yeah. But like a household cleaning sponge oughtn't be 
I mean, my, my friend Dan and uh, Dan Dukovich in college got an idea into my head that I wish I could unthink, which is oh, like, no. how can you make something clean if you wash it with something dirty? He's like, you think about a sponge. Oh, like, yeah. Yep. A lot of people, including mm-hmm. people I love and live with, will have an unsqueezed, uh, unsquozen sponge just sitting in the sink. No! It's not a huge deal. I squoze it and take um, it out. Mm. But a sponge is a gross thing if you think about it. Mm-hmm. I have banned all sponges from our home with the exception of the scrub daddy because you can cut up parts of the scrub daddy when they, when they look a little suspect and then you throw it away. You don't get one of those Japanese white sponges? Those white sponges are cool. I don't know what that... Do you mean like a um, magic eraser? Yes, like, yes, 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 yes. It's been it's been co-opted by American culture, but the first one I ever got... <laughs> I don't know why I remember this so clearly, but it was such a weird, funny thing. One time, Adam and Scott and I were out of town and we went to one of those like now these are everywhere but back then it was probably in portland but you know you ever go to one of those stores that's just all like cool japanese stuff mm-hmm. you know what i mean it's all like amazing products from mostly from japan they have such cooler stuff we have one of those in our mall now that sell like Volk- velcro nfc qr code type suits yeah mm-hmm. yeah it could be yeah sure but like he's like he's like uh guys i just I, I bought these for you you really need to use these and i'm like what he's like i bought you this sponge right, you should really try this and i was like oh okay thanks man that's weird but he was right i used it to clean my crocs anyway um uh sponges oh no i totally do that but i don't think that is a sponge I think mm. that is not sponge. What is that? I now it's eraser. I, I thought it. Yes, I just. <laughs> it's it's a magical cleaning device. I think your AI is performing a lot of category errors, but that's okay. <laughs> um, and so I buy a lot of their stuff. And what else? I bought a drying rack that's kind of meant to be for like when you have a baby, you know, in their they get to a bottle. Um, you have to clean a lot of stuff. You're cleaning lots of bottles. And this is this thing that's designed basically for cleaning baby stuff. And it's this mostly vertical drying rack with like pegs on it. And then a little hopper on top that drains down into the bottom. And then the bottom area. It's really cool. But I use that for all kinds of stuff that are like just little things. Um, it doesn't matter. That, um, I just, I really love their stuff. Um I'll get to the scissors in a minute. I also recently got a nice Victorinox, whatever, the Swiss Army people. They make a really nice paring knife that's just amazing. Oh, my. Hmm. Um, oh, you know what else is great for you as a renter? Yes. I'll tell you. The GE Pro 6 outlet surge protector tap with swivel outlets, white, 90-degree rotating outlets, 1,080 joules. Have you ever uh, seen this? Uh, <laughs> I just typed some words into no, a search okay, browser. I'll get it for you. It for you. Um, it's... Oh, I think I got it. GE Surge Protector Outlet Power Cord Strip Extra Long 8 Feet Power Cord Flat Plug. Hmm. Uh, so, oh, look at this Well, now. here's the one I'm thinking hmm. of. I have gone somewhat all in on these. And it's really, in some ways, it's very much just an evolution of the classic power strip. But you put this dingus on your wall... So like you take off if you're allowed, if Dougie lets you. Oh, holy shit. You, you take off the cover um, of your outlet, and this has a screw. Um, so you, you pop it in, and then you screw it into the place where the had previously held your, you know, sort of faceplate for the outlet. 
And now we did, I did this in the bathroom at our house. I'll show you a very cool example in situ by my desk. This is not very pretty and aesthetic, but when I went into the, uh, <laughs> the cube light lifestyle, I needed a way to power those things at my desk and mm -hmm. I wanted to minimize the amount of like cord nonsense. So again, this is not pretty, but I'm not looking for aesthetics here. So that has made it easy. Do you suggest, this hasn't gone through yet, but the, that, you know what uh, just arrived? Not that bad. I was, ex I don't know what I was, I mean, I know what I was expecting. An Eldritch Horror. That's nice. I could make that prettier, but it does, it does, yeah, it does what it needs to. But the swivel part is great. So for mm -hmm. the, the listener, we'll put this, I'll put this in show notes for the after show but um so it's basically this this thing on you have it on your wall it's on the outlet and then you get six um grounded power outlets and they swivel 90 degrees the ones on the right swivel up to 90 degrees to the right the ones on the left to the left and so you don't have to worry about it. like if you've got a um what do people call that a, not a power brick but a wart a wall wart it doesn't like you know step on the other outlets it's it's called a wall wart. I think that's what Syracuse calls it. I mean, I call uh, outlets uh, female frowny faces because for oh. some reason the word outlet just is used for so many other things that it female goes... frowny face is very good because I just forget. It's like a shock. It's a shock lady. She's shocked. Ah. <laughs> yeah, uh, she likes a shocker. That one. Uh, oh dear. Um, I've told you about the thing that my wife and I came to call the Tiny Life Improvement Project, mm -hmm. which is a mindful approach to fi finding. Uh, opportunities to fix a dumb problem. The easiest version of this in the entire world is a can of WD-40 with that mm, little red mm -hmm. spritzer thing. Like walking around your house with that. This is this is classic Merlin Man. It's like the way you shift your perception. Same way when I have a junk pickup, I shift my perception from uh, I guess everything's going to stay mostly the same to everything is potential trash, and it changes the way you look at your entire life. Oh, whoa. I don't think I've ever heard you say that word or heard hot Australian Marie Kondo say that. Holy shit. So here's what I do is I, so what I could do is I could call 1-800-GOT-JUNK, which is very costly. I could call them and say, hello, please come to my home in three weeks and accept my waste. <laughs> but I don't. You know what I do? I wake up one morning and... I realize I want to get rid of things. And I schedule no later than 24 hours from then, often the same day, I just say, come on out. And that sudden, first of all, that suddenly puts so much pressure on me to make it worth my while. Like make sure there's enough for the minimum load, but also do that flip. Do the flip where, you know, so like if you go into like your garage or similar, in my case, I now have two hours to identify everything in here that I have wanted to get rid of, but I had resistance because there was nowhere to put it. Guess what? That moves to this middle area in the garage, which I do tape off. I call it garbage island. I put everything <laughs> in this area, and then and now I'm I'm like I'm hooked. I'm manic. I'm like running around trying to find more things that are garbage, and it'll blow your mind when you switch. And again, you're, you're in a smaller place with less storage probably, but like, you know what I'm saying? Like, so that, that, it, at, at my office, that means when I get up to, 
because they don't have trash service. When I get up to one full contractor bag in my big <laughs> husky trash thing, I know it's just about time to make the call. And here's the crazy thing. If I do that flip in my perception, guess what? I now have three contractor bags. Because if I'm being honest, all of this cardboard that I've been storing here, th this this thing, this chair I don't want anymore, like whatever that is, Anyway, it's a, it's a valuable thing. And the, 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 the pivot here is that the, the Tiny Life Improvement Project is where you mindfully, willfully say, what's all the stuff I could fix? Oh, I'm going to grab this WD-40. What's all the things I can improve? What's the little thing that bugs me? So grabbing that WD-40, the reason that's such a canonical example, is like now you've given yourself permission to, I know it's not technically a lubricant, but you go and, and hit all of your hinges, you start hitting, guess what? Your lock. You wish your lock could turn easier? Guess what? Squirt WD-40, bring a paper towel and a friend, squirt into the keyhole. Oh, boy. Squ mm. the, the, uh, the, the home security metal affordance port, it's not a keyhole. You squirt it in there, and all of a sudden, guess what? Your key turns better. Your deadbolt turns better, whatever it is. That, that's what I'm talking about here. And that's something I try to do from time to time. And I try to not just make it about a consumer experience, but it is about saying, like, how would I like to live? It's classic Peter, not Peter Allen. That's the guy that's married to Liza Minnelli. <laughs> Peter Lewis. <laughs> I made my kid watch the beginning of Cabaret. And I was like, you recognize that? That's the oh. last Yeah, you know, Sorry, everybody, but you should give me a fucking medal for how good I was about not making gay jokes or laughing during that whole There was bit. a lot of queer content in <gasps> that. <Ooh. laughs> Really I think I just him. blew myself. Oh. And now we're <laughs> I really went to the man inside me for that one. Oh, <laughs> boy. Uh, and, uh, and so, like, what's sadder in the world than a lame pair of scissors? It sucks. Like, you buy those, like, 3M, like, school-style, eh, not school-style, but, like, sewing scissors, and they're fine, mm -hmm. but they're not super good. And I discovered through... Where was it? Somewhere on one of Marco's wonderful like gear I use pages, like down below microphones, below headphones, below all of those things were like, and here's just a handful of household things I like. And one of them was this um, brand of scissors. I guess it's pronounced Kai, K-A-I. Oh, yeah. And they're these little, they're pretty little scissors that I originally got. And he was like, these are the most amazing scissors in the world. I trust Marco on these things. He's like, but seriously, they are so sharp, it's terrifying. Like, he went to swipe some dust off them and cut his finger. Like, they're crazy fucking sharp, but they're so, so good. Are these at home? They are not. These are my truly good scissors. These are the good scissors my kid's not even allowed to know about. <laughs> and so what I did was, what had happened was, I popped... I pop for these. Oh, which that's is the ten-inch version <gasps> of these oh, wow. with an angled blade. And you remember those, like as seen on TV commercials for knives. Well, you wouldn't remember this, but it used to be something like the Ginsu knife, and say, you know, you can slice tomatoes so thin your in-laws will never come back. I I can cut like millimeter wide strips off of an index card with these. Oh, They're my. so goddamn sharp. Yeah, oh. it's wild. And so that's why that was my gadget, my official gadget. I have many other gadgets, but my official gadget was these really cool scissors. The 7000 series. Wait, why? But uh, this yeah, is go. this is an not uh, this is actually not me trying to be obnoxious, but what 
you like why are those scissors good for you as a person who doesn't like scrapbook and who isn't using like if you're not using using it to open packages because you are a knife person i use my gerber for that yeah yeah so what do you use do you cut up your note cards i'm genuinely curious yeah no that's fine um well there's two day-to-day scissors that i use one of them is wait for it um oxo oxo makes really good kitchen Mm. scissors that are very easy to handle and they have little, like, you know, like on a Leatherman, you get those little crimper holes for, like, stripping yeah. wires? Imagine mm-hmm. that, but for herbs. Oh. So, like, when um, when Emma comes to my office a couple times a week for pho and Parks and Rec, um, we get our pho delivered. This is so boring, but you asked. Okay, so it arrives in a bag, and it's got a tamper-evident seal on it, and I wash my hands, and I bring it up. Number one, guess what I do? I grab a pair of scissors, and I cut open the bag, because it's easier than untying the overhand knot. Mm. that's one that's one mm. snip 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 <laughs> snip snap snip snip <laughs> um dinner party great Thank episode you, of the office um <laughs> oh mazel tov. if you rub it it turns into a briefcase <laughs> you ever heard that joke the, 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 the rabbi rabbi makes a uh, a wallet out of foreskins the, uh, and, and the guy says why would you do that he says oh you rub it and turns into a briefcase no so wait, um, um go on <laughs> so 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 the fall arrives i cut open the bag and the temporary evident seal and then I take out the contents. And the contents include two deli tainers of beef, bro- beef broth in a plastic bag that's knotted. Snip, snap, snip, snap. I, I snip open that little bag and I put that into the original bag for the trash. So that's one. Um, I don't know. There's just all kinds of things where like if you're going to need a pair of scissors, like it's so much. You know like how Max got me into the what's called the tool pen, those um those oh, pens. I have yeah. never looked back since I got one of those. It's so much more enjoyable to write with a pen that you enjoy. It, even if you only have to use scissors once a week, it's really nice to have a pair of scissors that your child does not have access to to lose. <laughs> um, um, I don't have that many uses for it, but that's my go-to. I'll find you the OXO scissors. I mean, the, the reason... I ask is, you know, reminder that when someone was like, I'd love a review of the OXO olive oil oil container. I'm like, what the fuck? Olive oil already has a container because I assumed that everybody just kept their olive oil in In the the bottle. bottle and then but no, apparently you can get fancy bottles to hold them in. Um, I I have I have an anecdote that's related to that that I would love to share with you. This goes straight back to the mayonnaise plunger because Marco kept going on and on about boom boom sauce. And I realized I already make my own version of boom boom sauce. Mm. You've heard him talk about this, right? When yes, he's on vacation, the, he's the, the boom boom sauce. island sauce, yeah. Yeah, and he only wants to keep it special for vacation. Well, I have forever a special. That's what a lot of men say. <laughs> sorry, say sorry. Wait, I want to get the joke. Do it again. What? <laughs> That's what a lot of men say. Sorry, go on. Mm. Never huh. mind. Go on. Okay, what go happens on. on Fire Island stays on nope, Fire Island. No, go on. <laughs> sorry. Um. And so my point was, what? What was I talking about? <laughs> Olive oil containers. So the one I used to make, so especially on chicken nugget night, when we have chicken nuggets, I always make a, a, a bespoke sauce that is really good. And it's, it's mayonnaise and ketchup and sriracha and uh, sometimes other things, maybe a little bit of lemon or lime. I experiment a little different each time. And, and you know, boom sauce is similar to that. It also includes that kind of sweet Thai sauce. But I mean, I don't know what that tastes like, but I will take your word for it. But here's okay. I, 
I'm sorry. This is going somewhere, I promise. Not really. You wish. Um, <laughs> and I thought, you know what? You know what? Um, it would be really cool. <clears throat> like, you know, when you go to like a, like an Arby's or whatever, and you get one of those, they have the, the sauce can, sometimes you get sauce in one of those things, like at a diner, you know, the ketchup will be in one of those plastic squeezy things with the conical sort of tip where you squeeze out mayonnaise. You know what I'm talking about? Uh, yes, I think so. I can get like you a link. Like diner style kind of I'm thing. putting this really poorly, but <sighs> it's... This is what happens when the person who eats actual food on the show is canceled. So there's a lot You've of You've got to stop this. I know but anyway, so. so I says to myself, I says, if I'm going to make this sauce, why don't I make a little extra and I can keep it in this thing? So just imagine like a squeeze container for J random squeeze container. Yeah. Okay. And, but you know what? Then I, I went and I looked and you can only buy them in a set of six. And I thought, oh, that's cool. Maybe I'll find another use for these because they're kind of cool. Mm. Ready for some tiny life improvement? Well, yeah, I made some boom boom sauce, put it in there. But we buy canola oil, which we use a lot. That's my go-to oil because it can you get a better sear than olive oil. Don't email me. But we had this giant, probably a gallon-sized bottle of this, and it's under our kitchen island. And you got to pull out this like five-pound <laughs> bottle of canola oil to just put a little bit in a pan. And we just, you know, whatever. That's just what we do. So we've put up with that. Are you ready for the tiniest life improvement? Guess what? It fucking occurred to me. I have five of these bottles I'm not using. Why don't I put some canola oil into that bottle? And then I also get to feel like a Japanese teppanyaki chef, which is kind of cool. And my wife loves it. I love it. Now, instead of having to pick up a giant gallon of oil and try to gingerly get the right amount into a pan, which is no fun... Now it's fun. Squeeze, squeeze. <laughs> you're in, now you're in a YouTube video. Tiny life improvement. And now I'm, I'm going to put olive oil in there. I'm going I'm to mark them up. I'm going to get all different ones. And now we have a cool thing that actually looks kind of cool in the kitchen too. Tiny life improvement. I'm still in the like stock versus flow phase of like, well, I'm buying permanent glass jars or like permanent containers for things that i i eat right and it just feels weird i don't know why but it it feels like or i know why it it feels excessive and it feels like another thing of like i Mm. can't turn around is it a little bit like buying toys for your toys kind of thing i i i guess so I, i i don't know like, I have no problem spending $30 on ridiculous cat toys that I know will end up in the trash in about a week. But, like, ugh, I, I don't know. Okay, so one day, one day, so we have a fairly, we have a very small amount of counter space in our house. And so one of the ways we've worked with that is I got a, a little wire rolly cart that we keep some of our less used appliances on. Again, tiny life improvement. Not a huge thing, not costly, but boy, that was really nice to not have all that stuff in a pile teetering over in our pantry. Another thing we did was my my wife has very intelligently cleaned out that island such that only things we actively use often are there. Like the Instant Pot, we cook rice in that constantly, so that that has earned a spot there. The the titular canola oil, etc. But she picked up this little shelf for the kitchen counter. Boy, this is boring. But it's so fucking cool. It's very, not very deep. So it's maybe like five, six inches deep, this little shelf. It's got a bottom shelf area. It's got a top shelf area with actual wood and then little hooks. We put all of our coffee making, our coffee goes into a pretty like ball jar. 
are uh, various like filters and things go up there. There's an Apple Watch charging stand there. And then we can have stuff on those little hooks that we use all the fucking time. And it was a huge tiny life improvement. So like oh, those are the kinds of opportunities I'm always looking for is like how do we – is there like a, like a four-quadrant, big-titted hit that we have here to like make this tidier, make it prettier, make it more usable, like all of those things and like looking for those opportunities doesn't have to cost a lot of money and it can just make your life so much better. When people ask what's the next – Thing you're going to do like in the next phase of reopening what's what's the thing that you miss doing and right now i really wish i could like hop into a container store and mm. peruse like i hate I, how I, much i hate how much i love that place I, I like genuinely every time i i leave the container store it feels like a, a part of my life has changed it for the better. especially when you get to that area of the things on little hangers for like yes. travel and stuff oh yes. my god <gasps> this will help me with my cords oh my god they're all like it's <laughs> i don't know it is it's the one experience with capitalism i've had that's universally positive <laughs> in that it seems like everybody from ceo down is a happy person hopefully please don't ruin it don't email me yeah you can go you can certainly i've i've had fun with the container store and the way that they try to make your life make more sense via new plastic but they do have some really good storage solutions and those cool safes that look like a book they got it all <laughs> I, I was gonna say if you don't buy the novelty <laughs> container items pretty much everything there is really i do good. also like to look at their whatever it's called flurg or whatever their closet um integrative <laughs> closet solutions i do like to just go look at that stuff i always like the way it's staged with shoes and stuff like i don't know there's something oh, really yeah. enjoyable to me about display retail displays yes and then at the end, they like their end cap always has like really weird shit. And they're like, we're not even going to pretend like we know that you would never buy this unless it was right here. Like some yes, weird new yes. goop to clean your phone or, oh, God, what was it that I, oh, I discovered bongo ties there. And like, yeah, right. I still don't get so those. many things. Exactly. Oh, they're so good. Here's the thing. You, you. If you don't get them, then you don't need them. Well, I, I got them, be, uh, I think, owing to a challenge we did. I just, do you use them for cable bundling? Yes, but temporary cable bundling. So if okay. you're going somewhere to, uh, like you're doing a live show somewhere or you're on location doing a shoot, then there it's super easy to, to tie stuff up and then untie it versus like, Velcroing, and especially if you're doing, uh, again, I'll be the person who's like, when you're doing documentary stuff. I love um, the Velcro ties, but they can be, the, I use them for lots of things that aren't cable management because I buy, like, you get them in a strip and kind of tear them, tear them off when you need them. They're also just really good for lots of, like, string-like functionality. Like, <laughs> that's how I hung, that's how I hung my fly trap. <laughs> oh, <God>. <laughs> <laughs> Did you know you're probably opening um, cans wrong? Oh, no. Turns out. Oh, oh, am is this what this can opener is for? Uh, uh, one. Oh, well, first of all, this is this is the OXO can opener we got that I really like a lot. But but um, I think this I don't know if it was Lifehacker, but somewhere they're like, yeah, you're probably opening cans wrong. And I was like, what are you talking about? Mm. I've been opening I have opened more cans than you've had hot meals. <laughs> Most people hold it with the 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 um, blade. Understandably, the blade going down into the top of the can, right? Mm -hmm. And then you turn it. 
You ever try opening it by putting that on I... sideways? Uh, uh... Where you cut the entire top of the can off? Oh my! It's oh that's my. how you're supposed to use most can openers. What? And that way you get the entire top clean all the way off. Oh. No lid, no lid swinging around. You take the entire top, the can, the entire can, you cut the top off. Try it. Oh my God. Get this, get this $14.99 can opener or not. And then I want oh. you to open a can. Get a, get a can of uh, Goya beans like uh, like uh, Ivanka Trump likes. Mm, I still don't understand that tweet or what is going on with it. <laughs> the guy, the Goya beans guy was at a White House event and spoke mm-hmm. very complimentarily of uh, our big wet president. And then he got a lot of blowback about it. And then chodes like fucking Ted Cruz came out saying, my family's been having Goya beans since Cuba. It's like, well, they were never in Cuba, but okay, whatever. <laughs> uh, I like cans. I like soup. <laughs> I need a bogle for the glotch. <laughs> that old man stole your spork. Don't set the cabin on fire. I wish I couldn't. I still nope, watch. They're that. already dead. <laughs> <laughs> what is it? Oh. The elephant taught me a car trick. Um, so that's still funny. God, he's that's funny. one guy. One guy does all of those voices. Isn't that I bananas? Know. It's man. Remember laughter? Uh, does anybody remember laughter? Remember when we could make fun of politicians and no one would get mad at us? <laughs> Somebody said something interesting the other day on political Twitter. You know, all this fucking. Jesus, all this agita about, you know, the Harper's letter and the response to the letter and, you know, and just all the fucking discourse about discourse and all the Barry Weiss stuff and on and on and on and on. And somebody might have been Max Kennerly, but somebody said, you know, in some ways, remember Dave Weigel? Might have been Dave Weigel. Somebody said, well, you know, actually, though, it's kind of nice to get to have this kind of dumb argument because we haven't had this kind of dumb political twitter argument that much in the last four five six months and i was like you know that's yeah that's that's uh, that's a pov i could see that you know what i mean we used to we used to argue about shit like this all the time and now we've just been so scared of dying hmm Hmm. i don't know i hmm. i don't know either but just what i'm trying to the thing is you're opening your cans wrong i i know i (laughs) First is my keyhole. Then it's my cans and I'm going to learn nubs. what that is. I'm going to look that. I'm, it's, I, it's like micropenis where I super don't want to look it up. Oh, God. Did you did you, did you, you select PETA when it was trending? For Animal Crossing? No, no. Uh, uh, PETA, not, PETA the, Greek, the Greek bread? Not not the bread. Not the Hunger Games. Um, the... Pain in the ass? What? what use, I'm... I'm mm. Can I, can I please, uh, Alex, I'm um, oh. sorry. Um, hey, Alex, so please upset. present this ambiguation I'm page. I'm so upset. Uh, oh, okay, last week on Twitter, PETA, the animal organization, was trending. And I was like, you know, woohoo, got to be some good viral content here. And then upon seeing what was trending, I was quite upset. Everybody was quite upset. And I think they took it was down. Was it like animal harm stuff? Oh, my God. Uh, yeah, it was... It was a cat being sliced in half. Um, what the fuck? <laughs> and the fucked up thing about it is when I saw it, I knew immediately what it was because I I, I uh. did not personally have to slice a cat's head in half, mm. but it, it was it's something regularly. If you get the right knife, you know. <laughs> in, okay, 
There are company. There's actually a, a a company that goes around who um collects cats from kill shelters and uses those cats. Uh, I I don't know the logistics, but they distribute those cats to various high school classrooms or used to. Um, and then in science class, you would dissect a cat. So I've dissected hmm. a cat, which I don't like. Uh, <laughs> that I. I I know what it looks like to cut a cat's face in half, but I, I knew, Ugh. and people were freaking out, thinking like, "Oh my god, this is really cat. you operated on an actual cat? You didn't do like a feral pig or something?" It no, it it was a oh we, we okay we did worm frog pig and then cat we did frog and feral pig yeah uh feral oh well I mean was there thirty or fifty of them or was it just like one hog? Well, isn't that what it's called when you with the formaldehyde feral pig? Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm gonna regret this, aren't I? Mm, I... uh, feral pig um, was a probably bio biology class. Anybody have a gun to help you out with them? No? Feral hogs. See, this name. Someone's gonna solution. find this funny. Someone is gonna get the joke here. Someone. Well, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Hey, I, was, I was googling. I apologize. Tell hey, me your listeners. joke again. Uh, no, no, no. I can hear it mm-hmm. in the after after show. That's that's horrifying, Alex. I mean, who are they helping with that? I mean, I mean, people people like to bag on the Lincoln Project ads and go, "That's not going to persuade anybody." But like, you know, it's really not going to persuade anybody. Yep. Yep. Fuck. Yeah. <laughs> Oof. Yeah. I I enjoy the uh, the this is cake memes, uh, mm. or I did until that one happened. And I'm like, nope, that's oh, cat is cake. Okay. Yep, that was the thing. Cat is cake, and um, uh, it was not cake. Uh, so. Spoons, Billionaire Bethany, oh. I Thought You Liked OmniFocus, Opening Up the Economy, Blue Lives Matter, and then some what other are... ones. Oh, yeah, these are just old, running down the old Google Doc list, and I've lost That's not important. Doc, where is it? Uh, if you have anything you want to talk about, I, I want to give you a platform. Oh, thank, thank, thank you. I appreciate that. Uh, mm. Well, next... Uh, Depending on what we do for a challenge. Um, oh, I, I added a new one. I had an a idea. list. I... Let's go to the, let's go to the challenge sheet. Boop, boop, boop. Uh, oh, man. Spotlight. Ugh. I tried to make you work, but I'm going to go back to Launch Bar. <sighs> launch Bar is so great. Man, I'll tell you, man. This, I've been building out. I told you I was building out my save searches. So fucking baller. Like, there's just, there's so much great stuff you can do with a save search in Launch Bar. It's really cool. I mean, I've been doing stuff like I made one for searching my Gmail. I made one for searching my Twitter, which is always really a pain in the ass. Um, I made a lot of Twitter searches. <laughs> oh, a lot of what? I've made a lot of ones for Twitter searches. All the oh. great searches. Oh, oh, that's, that's not wholesome. Mm-hmm. 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 <laughs> Um, we don't have to do this, but one, so there's this podcast that I like, believe it or not, you are not so smart. Um, and there was a really good recent episode of you are not so smart, which I think is not on their site for some reason. Podcast. Fuck. It's not here. Um, it's in my overcast, but there's a book and you can click it. There's an Amazon link on line 269. And so I thought this sounded like a very interesting book so the first wave of mostly Hello. israeli the first wave of mostly israeli behavioral economists like uh, Kahneman and tversky 
were pioneers in developing the idea of what we what they came to call and what we now call cognitive biases, which is such a fascinating idea. Mm-hmm. You could spend all day on the cognitive bias page um, on Wikipedia. But this guy, who's also from Israel, Gleb Sapersky, he um, is seeking to take that to the next level and say, like, okay, well, now what do we do knowing the cognitive biases exist and knowing how difficult it is to be aware of them? That's what makes them special. What do we do to combat that? How do we get better? And so he has a new book called The Blind Spots Between Us, How to Overcome Unconscious Cognitive Bias and Build Better Relationships. Interesting. He's on on one of the most recent episodes of You Are Not So Smart, which is a very good podcast. Basically, it's just a show about cognitive biases and some other things, but it's really good. So that guy, Gerald, uh, sorry, David McRaney, who wrote the foreword for this book. Um, Do you ever listen to that? You ever listen to You Are Not So Smart? I think whenever you recommend an episode, I do, but I haven't recently. Um, Anyway, that's just, I tossed that in and per our, I think the rule I made up, we would just read the first chapter of that. I have already purchased it, so Ooh, I am you're ahead on of me. board. I yeah. got the sample. That's one. Hamilton is done. Um, that's if you want to do a little read. Oh, we could also read Petals to the Metal. Oh, yeah. Oh, the cherry I, tree. I, I know it's problematic, God. but. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, my. Have I been red-pilled? Goodness. Uh, that, that, God, that ending. Oh, my God. Ugh, destroys <sighs> me. I, oh, I haven't, uh, oh shit, is it out? It's out tomorrow, yeah, fuck. Uh, Pedals in the Metal came out yesterday. Oh, really? The Taz book? Taz book, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's on my Kindle right now. It came out yesterday? Oh, because yesterday is a Tuesday. Okay, there mm-hmm. we go. Um, free delivery tomorrow, yes. You're probably doing the metric week. Yep, it's, that happens to me. Oh, and Axioms. And so, oh, all the good books are coming out. It's so exciting. Uh, the, oh man, are you a Lulu Miller fan? I know the name, but no, tell me about Lulu Miller. I, why, why, why do I know that name from? She's all around the, is she a podcast, is she on podcasts? She's on, um, I think, I don't know if she was one of the original co-hosts of XX or, or Double X, whatever they called the waves, um, mm-hmm. but she, she is a co-host of Invisibilia. Oh, okay. That's that's what I know. I love Invisibilia. Yes. Invisibilia and um, Decoder Ring. Man. Oh, man. They have a Karen episode that I am excited for. The Karen episode was fucking great. Didn't it oh. go places you didn't expect? That third act? I haven't, I haven't. No, I'm excited for it. I haven't heard it yet. Oh, okay. No spoilers. Lulu Miller. Yeah, that's what I know her from. Yeah, I need to devise a challenge involving her new book that is pretty short, and this hasn't happened in a while. It is up there for me, I think, with like Bird by Bird for influential books. Like, it Hmm. is so, so good. Like, why fish don't exist? Yeah. It's like now my like recommended reading for people is like, okay, gender trouble, bird by bird, gender Mm -hmm. outlaw, but also first before anything else, uh, like anything Lulu Miller has ever said (laughs) or written. That's that's me and Gia Tolentino, I think. Oh, she she didn't didn't she get canceled too? like her parents had a slave or something. Everybody's mad. I Um, can't keep up. (laughs) <laughs> who are who did not own slaves? I'm, I'm, I'm not. I'm increasingly not spending 
a huge amount of attention on who I'm not supposed to like this week. <laughs> Surprisingly, turns out. Lulu Miller. Okay, and so is it that book or a previous one you're suggesting here? Oh, uh, Why Fish Don't Exist are... It, but it's not it out is, yet, is it? Oh, no, it is. It's amazing. Sorry, I was talking oh. about Axiom Zen, which is uh, Lindsay Ellis's new book. She's the one who does uh, like video essays on film and culture sometimes and she's just a funny i don't know okay, she's, cool. she's buddy with con- buddies with contrapoints and that's how i found her uh okay, cool. anyway cool. why fish don't exist is awesome um what is the i am all down for the blind spots between us yeah, what would that's fine, fine with me what's what's the uh like are, are we trying to find the blind spot or will become a parent well i mean and this this could be if this book is the way the kind of book that i think it is chapter one may not be the most useful chapter to read but i bet it's pretty good and worth a shot and could stimulate some interesting um conversations all right but um if we want to do something else we could do something else we could see if quinn wants to join us for something well uh Oh, I forget. Quinn and I were talking about something where she does want to join us. For a challenge idea? Yeah. Uh, Tiff. Yes, Tiff. Is on board for a, uh, like another face care or paint type thing. Um, where is my dumb list I was making yesterday? Drafts on Big Sur isn't working that well. <laughs> Can't. I'm not recording on Big Sur. Everyone calm down. Don't worry. Mm. Um... Hmm. <laughs> That's okay. This is good enough. I mean, you want to just call it? Um, we'll do. Uh, we want to try the blind spots book. Yeah, and then I'll. I think I, I would really like to do also at some point an update with Doctor Don about mask care. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> like, I think we could find lots to talk about with Doctor Don. Yeah, I, yeah. That's I should... really that's really good. Let's do that. Doctor mm-hmm. Don TK Health Catchup. Uh. Hmm. I think we got these it. These are not as good. In the, oh, I'm just reading my own list and deciding oh, which of these I should or should not put is in. Is it in Apple Notes? Uh, what? It's in drafts. What's in it? It's in, it's in drafts. Hmm. Wait, why? What's wrong? I'm just What's curious. I'm just curious. I keep using notes. So like we use notes. We have a one notes file for You Look Nice Today Now where we like have all oh. our stuff and do our collaborative kind of stuff. But um, yeah, I need to learn to love notes. My, my dream... You've been wanting to talk about notes. No, no, I said I need to learn to love notes. I need oh, to like yeah, notes notes just feel so hairy really and heavy handed compared to what I'm used to with drafts or, you know, NVLT. Yep. It's it tries to be drafts and Google Docs and it's a big old mess up. You know, I, I if I'm being honest with myself, one of the reasons I stay on this ancient, ancient copy of editorial and I know Drafts had this, has this, but it's a couple clicks away. I, I just, I can't tell you how much. On a Mac, I have a key command. I think it's command shift arrow up and down to make move a line up and down. Like, mm-hmm. I cannot even tell you how much I use that key command. And I made it a universal command. It's everywhere that will honor it. Of course, Google Docs doesn't. But anywhere <laughs> that I go, like whether that's it's BB added, text made, MVL, Drafts, anything on Mac, I, all I have to do is command shift arrow up and down and it moves the line up and down. I I spend so much of my day moving lines up and down and then indenting and outdenting because I live in markdown, mm-hmm. you know, indented lists. Um, whether that's in, you know, basically task maker, task paper or markdown or whatever. But um, 
I just on um, on the iPhone, I just love that there's a thumb, like a button right there for dragging a line up and down on my phone. I didn't even know that that was there in editorial. Like I've been off at it for so long. In editorial, it's that little kind of slightly less dark or light, depending on your setting, a uh, little thumb at the end of the line. You, I think you have to turn it on. But yeah, then basically you can be dragging stuff around. It's really good. Oh, man. And you could do that in drafts, but, you know, it's kind of a click away. Drafts is something where, like, you know, I love it so much, and I, I want to be all in on drafts. I just need to really spend more time with it. It is very much like i i feel like it's almost intimidating to say it's like learn it's an ecosystem it's almost like emacs or something it's its it, own like it environment is. it's like learning yeah yeah it's 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 like that it felt it feels kind of i don't want to compare it to like the first time i had to like dick around in the terminal but it can <laughs> i mean it, no it's it, it's it, very much like that i just had to reinstall homebrew from scratch and it's like it's it's one of those things where like I really feel like I'm typing with boxing gloves and how you know how much I have to like I really need help with this. I mean, it goes back kind of to what we were talking about. How I feel suddenly excited about uh, new tech stuff again, and in, in like wanting to mm-hmm. like upgrade, sure. upgrade enhance mm-hmm. my productivity. Uh, but the oh man, like drafts work so well across mac and not again big sir sorry greg it's Uh, it's 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 miraculous it's miraculous to me that so much of that stuff works on both i can't even imagine what went into starting with an ios app and given the different apis and stuff i I don't know what i'm talking about but i can guess holy shit having to then make that work in the same way with the same scripts and actions and stuff as your on your mac and your iphone that's nuts I and before all of this uh, Apple Silicon nonsense, the nonsense that I'm all so very excited about. But I'm like, Mr. Mr. Greg, how mm-hmm. how did you do all of this with all of like AppKit and all like how how it is like fucking art to me, God. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, and then like watching his progress um, on Twitter, watching his progress with the um, widget stuff. Jesus mm. Christ. The, he gets oh. me. Every time I try to use the note widget, I'm like, oh, come on, Mr. Greg. It's on. a really, I mean, it's so powerful. I, I was just listening to Upgrade Plus, Upgrade Plus before we started. Um, really good episode. Um, and, um, you know, they, were, they did this segment. Did you listen to it yet? Mm-hmm. Where they go back and forth about, <laughs> what did Jason call it? The something had a funny name related to a draft where it's like all the apps that we wish did iOS stuff. Oh, better. like the, the good steward of iOS. Something. Or like, yeah. Yeah. But, yeah. But, um, um, yeah, I'm, I'm super excited. What was I going to say about upgrade? I forgot. Um, it's a good show and you can find it at give us your fucking money.com or, oh, uh, mm. really, uh, dot FM slash upgrade mm-hmm. slash their member full. I don't know. The upgrade pro, Thing. Number four. Mm-hmm. Nice know, onboarding, really though, huh? For the podcast stuff, where you shoot the QR code, isn't that cool? The oh, uh, yes. Well, I don't know if you've done any premium shows yet, um, mm-hmm. but the um, I think they, I think they're kind of giving them away to the hosts. Um, uh, what now? <laughs> well, I got it. I got it because we had to test the 
rectifs thing. The uh, no, I I have purchased all of my membership programs. But like the way you say, like, oh, are you gonna do this in Overcast? We'll select that and now hit this QR code, and guess what? It just opens up in Overcast. I love that. I have not seen. I mean, and again, as the inventor of QR codes, as we've established, where yeah. where are the QR codes? I've just been. Maybe it's because I was on my iPad. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Did you subscribe on a Mac? Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, so yeah, I have I just did it from an iPad. So I probably did not get the little, like, bleep, bloop. Sorry, okay. So you, <laughs> when you are on... It's a different... So No, I haven't done it at all on... I've done it. I've gone in for two sessions to subscribe to things on a Mac. yeah. That's that is indeed very cool. But I, mm-hmm. on iOS, it's just a, would you like to add this to Overcast? And then you hit yes, and Overcast, uh, and then it pops pops right in there. That's so. It's cool. a good app. It's a good app. It should really be on Mac. Big Sur. Oh God, I I know Marco is utterly uninterested in doing stuff with the web thing, but oof, I use it all. I, well, no, I I use Podcast Menu on the Mac. Which you probably have as well. I well, I don't go anywhere anymore, so I just wait. Well, just for our listeners, for the seven people who are subscribed to this, uh, mm-hmm. there's a really cool thing you can get on get on GitHub called Podcast Menu, and it's the the coolest, simplest, little dumbest thing in the world. But you install this thing, and it's a menu bar item that basically does a it just puts Overcast in your um, Mac menu bar. It's essentially just a web view of once you're logged into the Overcast page. But it just lives up on your in your menu bar, and if the weather is right, the media keys work, which is really cool. I never know what when I hit play pause on my Mac. I never know what's going to play or pause. It's very random. But yeah, you can play and pause, and I feel like I've done even jump forward thirty seconds. But I, oh shit, yeah, I just pod, have a podcast menu. Oh shit, what is this? This doesn't. I mean, I would never endorse a product that Marco didn't make, but this looks very cool. Uh, oh, I, I disagree. I think Marco is extremely happy. Marco wants mm-hmm. to have all his code be his own, but I think he's very happy when people make something that he doesn't have to then make. <laughs> <laughs> That's um, how I feel with babies, so I can I can understand. Oh, I see. That's yeah. pretty good. Um <laughs> Let's stop talking No, that's now. a sad ding. No, we'll get a better ding. I could play a song. <laughs> uh, song. Oh, yes, please. Oh, I, um, let's see. Mm, you, put your, you did this to yourself. I did do it to myself. What are you drinking? Mm. A, <laughs> a no comment. Uh, right. No, that's it's fine. a that's fine. You're good. Fanta, a 355 milliliter bottle of Fanta with uh, real sugar cane. From Mexico, Un Producto de oh, Coca-Cola Company. Oh, Linda. Yes. Hooray. Ooh. I don't remember how to play my own songs. Yeah, I was like, wait a second. I'm very proud of that. It is very good. It's a it's a good it's a good bit. It's really fun to play. It's it's very pretty. It's understated, I think. What's that? It's 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 like pretty and understated. I don't know. It's, it's just song. lovely. Uh, but can can you play American Idiot? Do you know the chords to that song? 
Oh, yeah, I think so. Mm-hmm. Let's see. Um, mm, let's see. I got, American Idiot. That's that's like their concept record? That's uh, – <sighs> okay. it was in 2005? Yeah. You don't want to be an American Idiot. Don't want a nation run by media. Really? Mm. We just stole this song from Paco Bell today. To call us on our shit. Uh, something like that, right? <laughs> Wrong Paco Bell song they ripped off. <laughs> no, no. Uh, that, that, uh, the, uh, the Listen to Me Wine song is fucking Paco Bell's canon. I know. So is. <laughs> I love Basket Case. I should learn. I should learn. I'm not okay. Uh, yes, hard? you should. I don't remember how to play it, so who knows? <laughs> the uh, pretty much half of Green Day's catalog is that, uh, including Good Riddance, I believe. Right? Wait. Yeah. Good Riddance. Yeah. Isn't that time, my time of your life song? No, good uh, time of your life by Green Day. Oh, oh Jesus Christ! Don't ever mention that in my house again. <laughs> oh fuck! Ugh. Hey, Ugh. it's the song that plays right before the extremely disappointing Seinfeld finale. The I is the song called "I'm Not Okay." What's the name of the song? No, it's 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 um, "I'm Not Okay." I uh, yeah, parenthesis. Trust me. I promise. <laughs> Trust me. Uh, let's see. I'm not okay. This is very difficult to do and very good listening. Chords. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I bet I'm... there's some fairly open chords there. Let's see. Um, oh, look at let's see. this. Well, if you wanted honesty, that's all you had to say. I never want to let you go or have to go. It's better off this way for all the dirty looks, the photographs your boyfriend took. Remember when you broke your foot from jumping out the second floor? I'm not okay. Actually, that should probably be like a major seven. I'm not okay. That's better. I'm not okay. Okay, you wear me out. Wow. You what should a great play music. Song. It's Let's so see. good. Let's see. Wear me out. Forget about the dirty looks. The photographs your boyfriend took. He said you read me like a book, but the pages are all torn and frayed. I'm not. I love the little waltzing part. Okay! I'm okay now! Trust me. Uh, that's D, B minor, E minor, A. <laughs> I am, so, oh, oh, here we, I'm looking, I'm looking at my, uh, dumb people tabs, and I'm, I'm in a pretty dumb oh. guy version, I don't know, I'm, there's probably more to it, that, that major seven may not be canonical, but that, that's what, that's what I would add. The, <sighs> there's definitely a oh, change Oh, here's there. one, uh, yeah, I'm, that's, that's what I'm trying to, Hmm. Yeah, this is like the easy, easy version. All right, all right. I'll learn more. I'll learn more. I like the easy version. I love that song so much. It's so 
good. It's like, and we watch it. I feel so bad good. when I watch it with my kid, not because of the F word, Why? because of like the, well, the stall, you know. What? No, like I think somebody gonna... got a beach. I think the guy got a beach in it. Well, as long as yeah. it was happy and consensual. I can't keep her from it forever. I'd rather she learn about blowjobs at home. 